Welcome to Everyone Loved It But Me. My name is Lisa Hedger. I'm your host. This is a podcast where we discuss super popular books and offer up analysis. Today's episode is kind of a book bits episode. This is an episode where I am going to talk about the five books that I am most looking forward to reading here in the coming months. And then I'm also going to share some pretty upbeat news about independent bookstores, which is very exciting. And the books that I'm going to talk about, I'll give you like a quick, I'm going to let you know, these are books, no spoilers, because I haven't read them yet, right? It's going to be The Measure and Hello Beautiful and Fourth Wing. And then the fourth book is We Are Okay, and the fifth one is The World According to Garp. So those are five books I'm going to talk about that I'm looking forward to reading, but like I said, no spoilers because I haven't read them yet. And then I'll offer up some news on independent bookstores. Now on to the show! Right, I'm so excited to jump into this show. And a lot of times I just encourage you to follow me wherever you listen to the show on you know, whatever platform that's a huge help if you press the plus or an arrow or whatever it is. And today I'm gonna do something a little different right before I jump into it. I wanna thank all of my listeners. I really appreciate you listening and The service that I use for hosting that helps make the podcast possible gives me a list of locations from where you listen. So now I can thank some of my listeners. I have listeners in Newark, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Midlothian, Illinois, Glassboro, New Jersey, Austin, Texas, Eastleigh, Hampshire, Barcelona, Barcelona, that's exciting, Western Florida, Frisco, Texas, Miami Beach, Florida, Gig Harbor, Washington, like Gig Harbor, Washington, super cool, Black Mountain, North Carolina. Guys, I know my Michigan towns, but I don't know about this one. Isfeming, Michigan, it's I-S-H, Isfeming, I-S-H-P-E-M-I-N-G. Completely new to me, big apologies to all of you folks. It looks like it's just one listener. I apologize. Probably, I think a new listener, so my apologies, but Ishpeming. Please reach out to me. Please email me at www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. Tell me how to pronounce your town. We've got New Berlin, Wisconsin, Sumter, South Carolina, Marion, Illinois, Bandera, Texas, Oregon, and it's uh, that's another tough one. S-C-A-P-P-O-O-S-E in Oregon. Dacula, Georgia. Berlin, New Jersey. Casson, Minnesota. South Dakota, Massachusetts. So a lot all over the states. I want to give you also some international listeners that I want to. We've mentioned, of course, that's U.S., Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Spain, Japan, Germany, India, Italy, Chile, Jordan, Singapore, Bosnia, Poland. So that's really cool. I just, I love building that. Not only are we building this bookish community, like all over the U.S. from listeners just everywhere, but all over the world. And I think it is so cool 
I've had a couple of international guests, but I, I am looking forward to having many more. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And I think it's really cool. And that's something I'm, I'm going to do just every so often, like just thank listeners from different spots. I'm going to give credit to actually a podcast I was listening to the other day, the audiobook trail, which is not right now, not an advertiser for this podcast, um, but has been in the past. And I thought that was really cool what the audiobook trail did. The host was just listing off some locations like, I should do that too. That's super cool. So I want to give the credit there. And now I'm going to jump into the show. So I want to share five books that I can't wait to read that I'm super excited about. So this is kind of what I call like a book bits episode where I'm not going to do a deep dive in one particular book. Normally, the format of the show is, you know, really deep analysis in one super beloved book. Now I'm going to give you a hint that a good chunk of these books I do anticipate will become Everyone Loved It But Me books. That doesn't mean, of course, that I don't know how much I'm going to love them, but I'll, I have some guests in mind to talk to for these books. And I will definitely, you know, offer up analysis, of course, even if I do love them. The first one, and this one is so popular. This book is so popular, it is hard to even get it. And it's called Fourth Wing. This was written by Rebecca Yaros, and the first edition, I mean, this just came out, I believe, in May, so I'm speaking in early July, right after July 4th, and this one is hot off the presses. It was this first edition that had this beautiful etching on the side of of the book. That first edition sold out super fast. Very, very difficult to purchase. I was on a waiting list to my local bookstores. I was able to purchase a second edition. This is kind of a unique genre. It's romance and fantasy. You know, you're you're thinking we're kind of combining, you know, people who love Harry Potter or Hunger Games or things like that with romance. We've got a 20-year-old Violet. And she enters, she is in a different world, right? So it's not our world. So we're going to have world building. I know that. Again, I have not read this. So basically what I'm telling you is is what I've heard. Okay, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, I promise, because I'm just about ready to start it. And she was trained to be more like a scribe, an academic, but she enters as a writer, which is R-I-D-E-R. And like I said, we've got the, it's a world building completely different world that we'll have good guys bad guys and my daughter actually just read it this is actually considered adult adult fantasy romance my daughter we'll talk about this because I'm actually planning to have her on the podcast to discuss this book because she loves fantasy and I thought this would be one that she'll really enjoy she did enjoy it but she does have some analysis in terms of some some parts of the writing style and and things like that that we will talk about and I am planning on going on a road trip in the uh, tomorrow and I'm going to start reading this book and it's supposed to you know she said it's a really really good summer read she wonders if perhaps it should be moved down to young adult. Maybe if we've cleaned up some of the language and some of the spicy scenes. I guess there's a few spicy scenes. But uh, I'm really looking forward to reading it because I haven't read a fantasy book in quite some time. Like, you know, 
I admit it. I, I know at some point I'll talk about Harry Potter on the podcast, but I did love Harry Potter, and I look forward to one day finding a guest and and revisiting it and kind of looking at it more analytically. But, you know, I don't read a ton of fantasy, but I have definitely found some that I really, really enjoy. Okay, so the second book that I want to talk about that I'm super excited about reading is Hello, Beautiful, written by Anne Napolitano. And this was also released this year, another brand new 2023 book, amazing cover. It's a beautiful, beautiful cover. And I do anticipate this will be an Everyone Loved It But Me book that I will analyze in in great detail. have not read it. This is, you know, it was pretty much an instant New York Times bestseller hit. It's on Oprah's book club pick. I mean, this is very, very, very popular. I was so excited. I've been hearing so many good things about this. I was playing bingo at my library, adult bingo. And the way that works is like you get like two bingo cards, right? And everybody is playing their game of bingo and they they hold up like three books. Then whoever wins chooses one of those books and then they bring out another book and then you're choosing, you know, between the top three. Well, every time they would hold up three books and then in the books that you were vying for, I'd already read, you know, maybe wasn't interested in when they finally showed how little beautiful I knew how popular it was. I was like, Oh my gosh, you guys, I need to win this book. And somehow the luck worked for me and I did win it. (laughs) And so I'm super excited. Like I said, this, I haven't started this. I'm envisioning, I hope to be reading this one later this summer quick synopsis. So William Waters grew up in a house. It says silenced by tragedy. His parents could hardly bear to look at him, much less love him. When he meets the spirited and ambitious Julia in his freshman year of college, it's as if the world has lit up around him. With Julia comes her family and she has three sisters that are inseparable and we have this kind of, as I mentioned, William had this dark past. So I'm just looking here at the synopsis. It says, but then the darkness from William's past surfaces, jeopardizing not only Julia's carefully orchestrated plans for their future, but the sisters' unshakable devotion to one another. So you mentioned that I said we have three sisters, right? Julia and her three sisters are inseparable. So I don't know if you're picking up on this. I think I'm picking up on that. I believe this is a little bit of a homage to Little Women. So I don't think it's 100%, but it has some some Little Women similarities. Those of you who, who really enjoy Little Women, and I know I was one of those, I, I think you're going to enjoy this. Again, obviously, it's a modern and I, since I haven't read it, I can't tell you, you know, how much does it really mimic Little Women, but it sounds like it's, we're going to have strong female characters. We're going to have, you know, some, some loss. We're going to have some of that family saga that we loved in Little Women and that I tend to love. I love a good family saga. I, I'm really, really excited about this. A lot of friends, a lot of people I know, uh, other bookish podcasts have read this book and really, really enjoyed it. So that's my number two book that I can't wait to read. My number three. And unfortunately, 
I got to be really honest on this. For all these books that I'm talking about, the first three, they're hard to get right now. So you need to get on the holds for your library if you're interested in them. And I will confess, sometimes I have just purchased the book. I always include links in the show notes so you can purchase the book as well. And the podcast gets just a little bit of financial support if you purchase it, but the book doesn't cost you any extra. I will tell you if you're interested in Fourth Wing on my library list right now, I'm go- I'm going to check. I just play. I did place a hole because I just wanted to see how long it is. I did end up purchasing it. I'm number 624 for Fourth Wing, okay? So that's that's pretty long. The the next book that I want to talk about also has a long hold list as well and but I did receive it from my library a lot quicker than I thought. This is The Measure. The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. The Measure. This is the, my number third book that I'm really looking forward to reading. And this is not a 2023 book. This is a 2022 book. So it's still fairly new, but I'm hoping the hold lists and things like that and the supply list at your independent bookstores have caught up with some of the interest. The measure is supposed to be one, actually, someone in one of my book clubs has chosen this book and says it's an excellent, excellent, excellent discussion book because of the premise. Here's what it says. You wake up, you pour a cup of coffee and head out. The box holds your fate, the exact number of years you will live. So all over the entire continent, everyone is receiving the same box. What does this box tell them? It tells you the exact number of years that you will live, I believe, down to like the minute, right? So in an instant, the entire world is thrust into a collective crazy frenzy. Where did these boxes come from? What do they mean? What do you do? How do you live your life? Now you've been given this information. And this, I'm looking here at the book because like I said, I got this one from my library. It says, a society comes together and pulls apart. Everyone faces the same shocking choice. Do they wish to know how long they'll live? And if so, what will they do with that knowledge? The measure charts the dawn of this new world through an unforgettable cast of characters whose decisions and fates interweave with one another. Best friends whose dreams are forever entwined. Pen pals finding refuge in the unknown. A couple who thought they didn't have to rush. A doctor who cannot save himself and a politician whose box becomes the powder keg that ultimately changes everything. Okay, this one sounds good. Like I'm super excited. I can't wait to read it. It has a really, really fun cover. It just absolutely looks like it. it is a kind of book that I will love reading and particularly discussing. Can't wait. That is The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. And as I hinted at, I'm pretty confident that Hello Beautiful, The Measure, and Fourth Wing are going to become books that I will analyze because those three are so popular. So that's the main, you know, people ask, like, how do you choose the books? You know, why do you dislike so many books? And and I don't dislike so many books. I am choosing books to analyze that are super, super popular. That means popular based on sales. That means popular based on all those bestsellers lists, like the New York Times bestsellers list, Amazon 
Barnes and Noble, and it also means popular in terms sometimes of awards, right? Sometimes there's books that are very, very popular, but maybe don't have as many, as much readership. But they, I always think about the goldfinch in that one, right? Like that readership number isn't super high, but it won the Pulitzer. I would say that that, that was a perfect everyone loved it but me book. Now the next two books I'm going to mention, I would say that I'm really looking forward to reading, are not quite as popular. I don't know if these will become everyone loved it but me books at this point. One is a young adult book, and I feel like I've not read a lot of young adult books that I've really loved. And I was, I think I was listening to another podcast when this one was recommended. I believe it was, what should I read next? And somebody was highlighting young adult books. And I thought, you know, I've kind of been struggling with young adult books. I apologize. I had just opened the book there for a second. And I've kind of been like, oh, am I too old to really enjoy young adult books? I don't think so. I think, you know, of course our reading changes, but I I just think perhaps I, I just not find the found the right young adult book in a little while. This is We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. So it's We Are Okay. This one is a handful of years old. I'm going to look at the cover. I think it's a 2017. Yes, it's a 2017 book. And it is somewhat popular. It was a today's show must read book, Boston Globe best book of the year. So who knows? Maybe this is popular enough that I can analyze 17 best book of the year. Bookless editors, choice selections. This this is very, this, this is more popular than I realized. Short, poetic, and gorgeously written. The world liqueur creates is fragile but profoundly humane. That's from the New York Times book review. So that's high praise. Beautiful, devastating piece of art. An extraordinary book, an extraordinary work from book page. This is like, this is somewhat popular. Marin hasn't spoken to anyone from her old life since she left everything behind. So no one knows the truth about these final weeks. Something has happened and not even her best friend Mabel knows what's happened. But even thousands of miles away from the California coast at college in New York, Marin still feels the pull of the life and tragedy she's tried to outrun. Now, months later, alone in an empty dorm for winter break, Marin waits. Marin is coming. Mabel, so her best friend Mabel's coming to visit. Marin will be forced to face everything that's been left unsaid. And this this one looks really really good and there's a lot I'm looking at reviews and things like bittersweet and hopeful somebody wrote a moving portrait of a girl struggling to rebound after everything she's known has been thrown into disarray someone else wrote as beautiful as the best memories as sad as the best songs as hopeful as your best dreams that is Sobian Vivian, a best-selling author of The Last Boy and Girl in the World. So I like this one. I love YA where it is dealing with, like, obviously, sounds like there's trauma. There's some horrible things that happen. But we also have a little bit of hope. And and I like that. And, and another author writes, You can feel every peak and valley of Marin's emotional journey on your skin, in your gut. Beautifully written, heartfelt, and deeply real. Addie Al said, author of Never Always, Sometimes, and Let's Get Lost. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that one. I think it'll be a little different from what I normally read. 
and I just think it's uh, I just think it sounds really good. I, I'm excited. So, and the fifth one I'm going to add, and this one could be could be one that I discuss on the podcast, is The World According to Garp. I've mentioned a couple of times here. This is written by John Irving. The, one of my goals this year is to read a John Irving book because somehow I'm one of the only people who has not apparently read a John Irving. This is the one I have put on my list and it has high, high, high praise. It might be a really good one perhaps to analyze it for the podcast as well. It says lots and lots of positive, positive reviews. He's more popular. He's a populist determined to keep alive the Dickinsonian tradition that revels in colorful set pieces and teaches moral lessons, the New York Times. And another quote says, The opening sentence of John Irving's breakout novel, The World According to Garp, signals the start of sexual violence, which becomes increasingly political. Quote, Garp's mother, Jenny Fields, was arrested in Boston 1942 for wounding a man in a movie theater. Jenny is an unmarried nurse. She becomes a single mom and feminist leader, beloved but polarizing. Her son Garp is less beloved, but no less polarizing. And I feel like this could almost be, you know, maybe one of those little specials or something I write, like I finally read it, right? Like I finally will read John Irving and I am looking forward to it. So those are five books that are on my can't wait to read list. They're sitting right here beside me. I've got all of these books. As I said, if you want to get one of them, I don't think it'll be that hard to get. We are okay. Or the World According to Garp, because those are kind of older books. The The first three that I mentioned, again, Hello Beautiful, The Measure, and Fourth Wing. Those are super, super popular right now. New releases, extraordinarily popular. Get on the wait list. Get, call your independent bookstore if you're interested in one of those three, because it could, t- could take, guys, it could take some time. And that jumps me into another segue I wanted to talk about going into independent bookstores. I I talk a lot about how much I love independent bookstores and how much I love libraries. And I just wanted to point out earlier this year that I had read several articles that really talk about how much growth there has been for independent bookstores. Like they have seen, in fact, since the pandemic, since 2020, I'll include links in the show notes, Independent bookstores like online sales have seen a 580% increase. That's 580, 580% increase in sales with over 200 million in online revenue for these bookstores. And that is super, super exciting. And the American Booksellers Association, founded in 1900, it's a national not-for-profit trade organization that supports the success of independent bookstores, keeps tabs, keeps tracks of a lot of these statistics, right? And it's the initial, the abbreviation they use, American Booksellers Association, they use ABA. And the ABA has just discovered that these independent bookstores have grown dramatically, especially using the online sites. Every website on the what they call the indie commerce platform, 
There are now more than 14 million titles, and it's now easier to use, and we know how easy it is, right, to just kind of go online and and buy books from independent bookstores. Apparently, in 2022, indie commerce websites had online sales of more than 42 million. That's a huge, huge jump, jump from 12 million in 2019. That averages out to 65,000 per store in 2022, which is phenomenal. I just kind of wanted to highlight that because I thought that that was a cool statistic and kind of exciting to see. I think that that happened. That was, you know, since the pandemic, we've seen a lot of kind of negative things happen, right? I mean, there were a lot of issues, but we've seen some positive things happen. So I think this drive to independent bookstores, you know, and purchasing from our local booksellers, people we see on our main streets has been something good, something positive that did come from the pandemic, because clearly that is when these numbers started to to increase. That is exciting. And I often share a lot of negative news about book bannings and things like that. And I love to share some positive news. And as I'm getting ready to travel this summer, I know we're all traveling, I'm going to be checking out more libraries. And of course, independent bookstores. I think it's really cool to do that. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show. If you have already read some of these books that are on my can't wait to read list, let me know. Reach out to me. You can always reach out to me www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. There's an Everyone Loved It But Me group there. Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And I love to hear your thoughts, your feedback. And I especially love it when you've got a book you'd like to see me discuss on the podcast. Please let me know. I always kind of have an ongoing list. I've got a rotating list of of books I know I want to discuss, but I love to add to that list. Again, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope you get time to read today.